Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are all having an absolutely wonderful day today. And this is kind of a urgent update. I want all of my Floridians and anybody that basically comes to Florida, likes living in Florida, uh, visits Florida, to help support us with the Senate right now down here in Florida. You can contact Senate President Wilton Simpson. I will have the link on our website. It appears that the leftist communists down here in Florida have wasted no time since we have seen the turn of events over the last week. And State Senator Gary Farmer has now introduced Senate Bill 370, which now has actually gone and referred to the judiciary and is starting to move forward. It was filed basically on Monday, the 11th of January, 2021, and it's SB Bill 370, the Assault Weapon and Large Capacity Magazine Bill. And this one kind of takes it even another step further. It essentially bans any and all semi-automatic weapons, period. If you have them, you have to register them. If you have magazines that are standard capacity, meaning anything that's over 10 rounds, which that's actually a low-capacity magazine, by the way, anything that's over 10 rounds, you have to register it, and a whole host of other restrictions and requirements down here in the state of Florida. So, again, I've already emailed our uh, state representatives on this, and I encourage all of you to do the same. This is not something we can allow to happen down here. As we have seen, and I've told you guys repeatedly, almost every single state that has been locked down aggressively and excessively all across the country has also been disarmed or moderately disarmed over the last decade or two, as we've seen in New York, California, and so forth, and apparently Gary Farmer, the communist left-wing lunatic in our Senate down here in Florida, feels the need to ban pretty much anything and everything that fires a cartridge. So again, I encourage everybody, contact Senate President Wilton Simpson, kill this bill before it ever hits the floor. Generally, Florida's pretty conservative when it comes to gun laws, and so this is probably not going to go through, but... Again, with the turn of events, and also, too, I told you guys yesterday, I read you guys some of the congressional bills, the House bills, that were already pre-filed. And so that tells me, this is what it tells me, this is just my opinion, it tells me that there's a high probability over the next week, two weeks, next couple months, that we're probably going to have some false flag mass shooting again. Now, it's not something I'm saying I hope for because I don't. That is not something that's ever good at all for anybody. However, we have seen and we have covered numerous times in the past where these shootings have been either planned or rehearsed by other people that are never talked about. We've gone through that in detail. So again, be prepared for that. And that's the next thing that I tell everybody. Stay prepped, stay armed. If you can legally do so and you feel comfortable doing so, I know some people don't like firearms, that's fine. I never push firearms at anybody. But make sure you are staying prepped at all times for any situation that comes about, especially to defend your family or friends, because there's definitely a reason why all these bills are rolling forward. Obviously, Biden, who apparently is going to be put into power now, which is very interesting after he stole the election or his cronies stole the election, I guess you could say. But the fact that this is going to happen is definitely something that we need to address right now with these Senate bills and these House bills in the country and the state of Florida. So I encourage everybody, thank you for contacting 
Senate President Wilton Simpson, and again, continue to stay alert and awake what's going on. What do you think about that, Deb? Well, nothing surprises me after, you know, Donald Trump came in basically and, and, and pushed red flag gun laws in Florida, bud. You know, everybody keeps forgetting this, that he's the one who did this after the shooting down there with Sheriff Israel. Can't make that name up. And it's down in Broward County, and, and this is where we are. You know, Donald Trump basically has been brought in pretty much as a Trojan horse. Now, did he have to be a Trojan horse? I've talked about this repeatedly, and I'll say it again, no. He had the opportunity, but because of his deeply flawed background and the amount of blackmail they had on him, he capitulated and did whatever they wanted him to do. And yesterday I talked to a friend of mine who lives over in Celebration, and this guy is an ardent, hardcore Trump supporter. He also doesn't believe in chemtrails and doesn't believe in Wi-Fi can be bad for you and all the other things. So he basically has blinded his heart and his mind to seeing things that are really there. And, you know, just, of course, that's like a lot of people are right now. And the problem that I saw when I finally, I finally sent him some links last night and I said, look, I said, you've got to look at the CFR appointments of Donald Trump and the people he put into his administration, which were pushing for a new world, one world global government. And I said, this is what you have to understand, that Donald Trump did this, whether he did it willingly or unwillingly or unknowingly. It doesn't make any difference. He still did it. And uh, my friend just sat there and just argued with me about it. I mean, sent me just pages of texts about why he disagreed with me. And finally, I said to him, I said, he said, he said, well, then I sent him a bunch of links that basically verify everything that I said. He goes, well, I can send you a bunch of links that will tell you that you're wrong with this stuff. And I said to him, look, here's the deal. You're obviously closed-minded about this. There's no reason for you to read any of this stuff I've sent you because you're not going to change your mind. I said, I used to feel the same way about Donald Trump as you do. I promoted him on his first election when he ran back in 2016, 2015, when we were basically having huge yard signs for him. And I pushed him very hard on the show until he showed me after he got out of office that he was not and could not be a trustworthy person. And then I pulled my plug on him. I said, I'm done. I continue to support him when he did something right and call him out when he did something wrong. But guys, it's very, very difficult for most people to do that. It's like children. Let me just give you an example. You know, if your children are brats, they're brats. The problem is most parents can't call the child out for being a brat. Most parents turn a blind eye to when their child misbehaves. They don't see what other people see in that child. You, they don't understand it. I, I've got a friend of mine, a family member, who had a child who basically died of a heroin overdose. And he basically has, to this point, never acknowledged that this child had a drug problem for 20 years because he doesn't want to see it. It's difficult from a normalcy biased standpoint because we get ourselves so entrenched in the believing a thing a certain way of seeing the reality of the situation. If a kid's a brat, the kid's a brat. I've raised four of them. You know, all of my children have gone through brat phases, every one of them. And many of them, several of them, three of them now have come out of the brat phases. You know, and Austin's an incredible leader now. And, you know, Harrison's a really good leader. You know, and Alexis is a really good leader. I've got one still in a brat phase. You say, well, I can't believe you talk about your own kid that way. Wait a minute, stop, stop. I can't believe you don't talk about your kid that way when they're being a brat. I could put that back on you, too. If a child is going to continually be reinforced and being told how great they are, no matter how they act, they'll never learn that it's not okay not to act like that. The same thing is true with the senators and the Republicans and the Democrats and the congressional people in Congress. If they're continually put back into office when they're brats, 
and they get reelected over and over for 10, 20, 30, 40 years being a brat, they never realize that being a brat is wrong. And they continue to act like that, and that's why we find ourselves in this situation. And now our election process is so skewed and so corrupt that it doesn't make any difference who the senators are or who the congressional people are, because they're going to keep the skewed brat people in as long as they want, because they're going to have election fraud. And hence we find ourselves in a republic that's failing, and if it has not already failed, because we no longer have free and meaningful elections. You know, it's interesting. Prager, who I really like, by the way, and some of the stuff I don't like that he writes, but I like 90% of what he writes, he wrote an article and he said, the left uses the capital invasion as the Nazis used the Reichstag fire. Now, what the Reichstag fire was this. Back about, you know, how should I say, kind of separate. I'll give you kind of an almost date. On February the 27th, 1933, how about that? Is that close enough? Exactly one month after the Nazis came to power, the German parliament building, the Reichstag, was set ablaze. The Nazis blamed the fire on the arch enemy, the communists, and used the fire to essentially extinguish the Communist Party and its ability to publish, speak, or otherwise spread its message. Using the Reichstag fire as an excuse, the Nazis passed the Enabling Act, a law that gave the Nazi Chancellor Adolf Hitler the power to pass laws by decree without the Reichstag, made him pure. Now, many people say, well, the, not, the, the communists really did burn the Reichstag. Other people say, well, the Nazis did it themselves to basically put in the Enabling Act, which is pretty much our Patriot Act, by the way. You saw it mention that. And the sad part about this is, is now that they're blaming this attack on the Capitol, which was obviously done by Antifa, on the right-wing patriotic group that are the nationalists that want to support the United States of America. So they've turned it. The nationalists in Germany were the Nazis. They were going against the communists. Now they flipped it. The communists have used, quote-unquote, a false flag to basically go after the nationalists here in the United States, which are the Trump supporters. Now you say, well, not everybody who's a nationalist supports Trump. Well, that's true. I'm a nationalist and I don't support Trump because I think he's, he's he, I think he's a failed president. I've told you guys that for years. The problem is, is that who are we going to put in a position of power in the United States who we can get elected? And I asked my friend yesterday, he's a very, very successful business guy. I said to him, he said, well, what are we going to do now? I said, what are you willing to do? I said, the guys from 1776 who basically went against England, they, they, they pledged their lives, their sacred honor, and many of them were hanged, and almost all of them went bankrupt. And I said to him, I said, you know, you're very wealthy. You're a multimillionaire. I said, are you willing to pledge your assets and lose everything you own in order to restore the republic? And he said, no, I probably wouldn't do that. Now, here we go. Here's the problem, right? How many of us are willing to actually do this? How many of us are willing to go do a sit-in in the Capitol, if we had to, to stand against what's going on in, the, in Washington, D.C.? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they did the sit-in in Wall Street a few years ago, and, of course, that lasted a few months, and then basically it went away because they're able to outlast you because if you go to Washington, D.C. in January to do a sit-in, you're going to probably freeze to death unless you bring down comforters and down jackets and down sleeping bags and tents and supplies, and then they'll clear you off the Capitol grounds because they'll say you have an unlawful campground going on. You know, But they don't really care about unlawful campgrounds, do they, in these big democratic cities? They're called homeless shelters. So we've got a situation here that we're in a mess, and we've allowed the Kabbalists to come into the United States, take over our government, 
take over our money supply, and take over the value system of the United States of America through Hollywood. And there are so many things that Biden and Trump and no matter who we put in Washington, D.C., don't seem to care about. They don't really think that it's going to make any difference whether they fix these things or not. And what we need to take a look at what's going on right now in the United States of America. We've got to look at what's happening as far as, you know, you know what we're doing in Afghanistan. You know, we have spent $6 trillion in spending in the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq and the Middle East. $6 trillion. It's basically protect the poppy fields, which generate $1.5 trillion in Afghan heroin every year. We've accomplished nothing to secure our freedoms, to ensure our safety. Both Afghan and Iraq basically are failed countries. You know, many of them are still goat herder countries in the Middle East. And there's no foundation at all except for processing drugs. That's it. And now we're in a forever war and we've had 114,000 people who've been active duty retired military personnel since 2001. 114,000 of these men and women have committed suicide, many of it because of post-traumatic stress syndrome of what they saw in the Middle East. 114,000 dead from suicide. Think about that. <laughs> in other words, we kill more of our own because we allow these wars to cause the insanity in our own troops enough so that these kids kill themselves. Guys, this is a major problem. And then we've been looking at the borders from Mexican and Central America and the Asian invasion. You know, we the citizens have asked and begged and protested and marched and tried to secure our borders from an excess of 25 million immigrants, some say as many as 60 million, who have jumped the border since 1990. Have you seen one bill, one president, or one Congress, one Congress member stop the onslaught of all these people? No. Trump didn't do it. Have we had to e-verify these people before they could get jobs? Have we enforced U.S. Code Section 8, Section 12324? Have we actually put guards on the borders? No. Have we arrested illegal employers? No. You know, instead you pay for their kids, their education, their housing, their food. You give them coronavirus money. And do these people in Congress that take the money out of their 180,000-year salaries to pay for all these people who are basically on welfare from other countries? No, they don't do that. So what we have here is this giant mess that we have in the United States that has been brought to us from <laughs> you know, the, the, the corrupt communists, the Kabbalists, who have taken over the United States and our educational systems are, how should I say, our communication systems with radio and TV and our basically our governmental systems. They've taken over everything. You know, I mean, look at, look at Seattle, Washington. We've got 6,000 people living in tents in the city streets and under bridges. 11,000 living in tents and streets under the bridges of San Francisco. How about 62,000 subsisting in tents in Los Angeles? And these people are leaving needles, human waste, and trash all over the streets. Again, you have the same thing happening in Chicago, Miami, Houston, Denver, New York, and let us not forget Paris and Berlin and many of the other cities in Europe have the same problem with immigrants coming into their countries and homeless in their countries. See, this is a problem that nobody wants to talk about in the United States of America. Now let's look at Black Lives Matter. Let's look at Black Lives Matter. We've got a real problem with this. We've got a whole bunch of black people that want slave reparations dating back to 1850, though none of these black people were slaves. Last summer, black people, along with a bunch of white people supporting Black Lives Matter, were looting, rioting, 
and murdering people. It wasn't it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't solving anything. And but we try to fix it all with the poor blacks and the poor whites with the Great Society program with WIC, with the Anti Defamation Defamation League, with affirmative action, along with BET, Black Caucus, Hispanic Caucus, Caucus, American Negro College Fund, and dozens of other remedies. The reality is it's, it's not working. None of this is working. we got seven out of ten black babies being born out of wedlock because of what we've done to promote being born out of wedlock to get more money from the government. We've got over a million black folks in prison. We've got massive black illiteracy in Chicago, New York City, Miami, L.A., and elsewhere, and no solutions. Even the black caucus can't solve it or dozens of blacks in public offices. See, we have a major, major problem. You walk down the street in Chicago, you may be shot with a dog on stray bullets. But yet we spent all of this money in all of these other countries but yet, you know, this $750 billion that we're spending annually on wars, $750 billion annually on wars, 10,000 miles away from our country, basically isn't producing any repair to many of, the, many of the bridges in water mains in the United States that are contaminated with lead and they're falling and breaking down. So we have all of these people talking in Washington all of the time about how they're going to fix things. Yet Trump comes in and all these problems that I just mentioned are still there. Biden's going to have all these same problems. They're going to be there. They're the same problems that we had with Obama. And yet they don't care because Cloward and Piven says when you overwhelm a republic or a democracy like the United States of America or whatever we are, corporation we've turned into, whatever we are now run by oligarchies, whatever we are, when you overwhelm it with social welfare systems, it internally corrupts and it starts to break down, and eventually it completely and totally fails. I mean, you got neocon, dual Israeli citizen, John Bolton, or urging the GOP to purge nationalism and Trumpism when nationalism is what built the GOP. I mean, and he was one of the people that Donald Trump appointed. Again, another huge guy who basically wants a one-world government, dual Israeli citizen. So we have the situation that we're finding in the United States that the internal mechanism, the machinations that run the country have become so corrupt and so top-heavy with bribes from the central banks, quite frankly, to all of the people in Congress and blackmail via Israel through Jeffrey Epstein with thousands of members of people in Washington, D.C. being blackmailed, that our country is no longer a functional republic. It's no longer functioning. We can't even get a decent election. But yet now we have supposedly thousands of armed patriots going to D.C., which I hope they don't do, in order to stop the impeachment of Donald Trump. He's not the person we need to be hooking our cart to, by the way. And we have 15,000 troops being basically put into D.C. so that we can have an orderly change of power over to Biden, who has completely usurped the presidency of the United States through election fraud. So here we find ourselves. And this is why I continually tell you guys that we're never going to find a political solution to a spiritual rot that we have in the United States. When the United States walked away from Jesus Christ and from the great I am, and we took prayer out of schools, we allowed that to be done, by the way, through the communist Kabbalists back in the 60s, and then we passed Roe v. Wade in 73, which allowed unlimited abortions in the United States to the killing of millions, tens of millions, close to 70 million children out of the United States, God is not pleased with this country because we've walked away from the things that made the United States great. We stopped raising little Americans is what we did. 
And now we've got a bunch of snowflakes running around who can't even stand up for themselves. And until we return back to having a relationship with the great I Am through Christ, because you can call his name Jesus, because he is the Lamb of God, he is the Prince of Peace, he is our Redeemer, unless we have a great revival in the United States. And if the churches won't do it, I mentioned this the other day, we're going to start having home study prayer meetings and revivals in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our towns, in our cities, until we are able to resurrect this country from a spiritual standpoint, this moral rot is going to continue. I'm so glad that Hollywood is collapsing on itself now. The filth that we've had to endure from Hollywood for the past 70, 80 years. The absolute filth of what they've done to the United States with all their pro-gay, pro-lesbian, pro-woke agendas. I'm so glad this last Wonder Woman has completely collapsed because of its woke agenda. I am. I'm glad. I'm glad that Hollywood is collapsing on itself because the American people said, no, we're no longer going to support this. And we urge you guys all the time, support patriotic groups of people and businesses that support you and support the Constitution of the United States. That's why I want to thank you all for supporting Health Masters. Because when you support Health Masters, you support this show, and you allow us to do a full-hour talk show every single day, five days a week, without any commercial interrupts. That means the world to me and to you guys, too, because you guys have told me you've had enough of all these different shows and all these different networks. With every five or six minutes, you get five minutes worth of commercials. Thank you for getting your toothpaste and your multiple vitamins and your deodorant, all the high-quality stuff that we have at Health Masters from us so that we can do this show and fund ourselves and be supported by you guys without having to nag you guys for money to put advertisers on. I love you guys for that. Thank you so much for that. And Austin, what do you think, Bud? What's your next story? Well, that's well said. I mean, we have to continue to keep raising little Americans. And I've been yelling at from the rooftops about this for years now in the context of continue to raise your children correctly. And I don't mean just on the concept of, you know, morals and right and wrongs. That's a given. Obviously, you need to teach them that and raise them correctly. But it's also, too, keeping them shielded as long as possible from a lot of this garbage. The filth that's on YouTube now will blow your mind. The fact that they're allowing some of these videos and some of these children's videos on YouTube that openly discuss transgender, sexual behavior, and all types of other lewd, lascivious activities that children should never be exposed to. Protect your kids from that. They don't need a phone when they're six, seven years old. They don't. They don't need an iPad. I'm the perfect example of not giving your children electronics whatsoever and they're very healthy, very smart, and have a very good uh, mental acuity. And, I mean, have a great imagination. You don't have to give your kid an iPad to let him rummage on YouTube or watch videos every waking day of the year that he's not in school. They're already being programmed in the school systems to watch these things all the time. This is why they started doing it in the public school system years ago. They started mandating that the kids have iPads now. This is why if you ever see majority of the time when kids go to school now and they're walking back and forth to school, does anybody ever notice they don't have backpacks on anymore? Anybody else notice that? There's no books. The reason why is because the books are harder to manipulate and to control. When you start giving them curriculums that are based on electronic devices like iPads, you can literally indoctrinate them within a few short years because there is no rebuttal. There aren't aren't books. Kids don't even know half the time how to even read or what to read with books anymore. They don't know what to do with them. They, they look at a book like, what is this? 
This is a, this is a, one of those antiques that you found during the Civil War, Dad. What is this, a book? You know, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, but that's what it is. Because the kids no longer know about history anymore. The kids no longer understand the background. And, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. His son's four years old, and him, him and Hunter are playing. And his son pulls out a fake phone. A fake phone. And I look at him and I said, dude, why does he have a phone? He goes, well, it's a fake iPhone. You know, it plugs in and charges, and it makes, you know, all these noises and colors, and you can play with it. But it's not like a real phone. And I said, why does he have a fake phone? He's four years old. What useful purpose does a four-year-old need a fake phone for at all right now? I said, all you're doing is encouraging that dopamine trigger for him to play on it with all the colors and the lights and the buttons and pretend he's on the phone all the time. I said, if you give him a phone, give him a phone as far as a toy thing. I said, but why is he walking around with a fake phone in his pocket? Like, that's you're already programming him to do it. He's like, well, I don't know, bull. And I was like, whatever. You know, if you want to give him a phone, give him, give him a cord phone. The kids have one of those in the other room. Like, it's like a, like a real phone. It just doesn't plug into the wall. It doesn't work anymore. It's broke. You know, let them practice that. Let them learn digits and numbers on it and press buttons. And if they want to pretend being on the phone, there's nothing wrong with that. But giving them a fake phone to put in their pocket so they can constantly pull it out and play with it. I mean, they're riding bicycles. He stops on his bike, gets off, and starts playing on the phone. And I'm like, golly, dude, it's un unbelievable. But this is exactly what we have allowed to happen. We've allowed the media. We've allowed Hollywood. We've allowed YouTube. We've allowed the school systems to come in and completely take the hearts and the minds of the children. And that is one of the reasons why exactly what Dad just said. We are in this position we're in right now. Because the younger generation, the young, young generation, the only thing they want to do now is run around and sit on their phones and basically go on Snapchat and send each other lewd photos and meet up and hook up and do nothing and not date, not have any serious relationship, not have any useful purpose. They don't have to do anything half the time. And then they want to turn around and try to virtue signal about stuff. Oh, no, you can't talk about that. That's, you know, this is, this, is, this is politically incorrect. You can't say those words. And they want to run around and tell everybody what to say, but then they don't want to have the stones to do anything in the real world when it happens. This is a serious problem, and it's going to come back to bite us in the butt really hard, and it already is. So again, re raise little Americans. You see now the uh, basically the key uh, attorney for PBS – you know, the PBS, Public Broadcasting System, which is heavily funded by taxpayer money, by the way. Project Veritas released a new video yesterday exposing My Michael Bellner, who's the principal counsel for PBS, basically coming out and saying that Trump supporter families need to have their children taken from them and put in child protective services because anybody that supports Trump is essentially a racist nationalist and the kids should not be exposed to that. He said they're raising a generation of intolerant horrible people with horrible kids. We go for all the Republican voters and Homeland Security will take their children away and will put them in re-education camps. I'm not kidding. That's what he just said verbatim. Project Veritas just exposed them on undercover video. And they're, they're freaking out about it now. PBS and everybody, can't believe you recorded this. Well, I can't believe you're saying stuff like that. But again, it doesn't have anything to do with Trump. He's just a figurehead that was a complete and total failure now, as we have seen. What it comes down to is the following, the nationalist base behind it. And that's exactly what they have done now. They have used Trump to demonize anybody that's essentially a patriot, 
a constitutionalist, simply, you know, right wing at all, automatically, bam, oh, he's a Trump supporter. He's completely and totally nut job. He's an intolerant, horrible people, like this guy just said. They've used it intentionally to do this. And so it's time that we stand up and stop being silent. Stand your ground on arguments, especially when people start running their mouth to you about stuff. And I'm not saying you've got to be a Trump supporter at all. Because that's not what this is about anymore. That's what everybody has to realize right now. The whole Trump mantra is over with. It's done. And this is what I told you guys two days ago. I said one of the best aspects, probably the only aspect, the only silver lining about this horrible, blithering, buffoon Biden and this horrible whore of his, VP Kamala, getting in is the fact that now the patriots aren't going to be able to sit back and listen to Q and have them trust the plan for four years and wait for nothing to happen. That's the only positive. Everything else is pretty much horrific with this guy. But now people may actually pull their head out of the sand and say, hey, we got to write our senators. we got bills coming in now that basically are going to be trying to take away any and all Second Amendment rights. we got congressional House bills that are coming in. we got to stand our ground on it. Everybody has to start making their voice heard and get very proactive. Does that mean we need to go march on the Capitol armed? No, absolutely not. There's no useful purpose that I'll be honest with you that right now. The might of the military, if you ever seen how the military train and the army trains and the Marine Corps and MARSOC and all these guys train? I'll be honest with you. There, there is no active engagement with the United States populace where we win a shooting war with the U.S. military. There really isn't. There's not. I mean, you may have some drawn-out guerrilla warfare, but in the most aspect, the technology and the fighting warfare capabilities of the U.S. military isn't something that we're going to have any type of ability. Now, if we have some type of invasion by Russia or China and Biden tries to set that up, which I wouldn't be surprised considering how close he is to China and the Ukraine and all those other goons. It would not surprise me if they try to set up a false flag for an invasion. But at that point in time, I personally believe a lot of our standard U.S. military is going to be very active in theater with that because they took an oath and they're going to uphold it. And that's one of the biggest things we have to continue to remind our military about and our friends and family that are in the military is that it's about protecting the United States of America. doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. doesn't matter if you're Republican. American is American. If you stand for the Constitution, you stand for America values, that's what you have to protect. Now, these individuals that claim to be Americans and they're these far-left criminal communists that are trying to overthrow and completely just undermine the United States Constitution, they're not Americans in my opinion. They're traitors. This is treason what we're seeing now in numerous places in the United States, including the government. When you start having entities come in and they start completely totally trying to circumvent the Constitution and write these unbelievably horrific bills like the one we see right now just come to the Florida Senate for this gun bill, that to me, that's treason. That is a complete and total gross violation of the Constitution and we have to make our voices heard and stand our ground on it. Because remember, as I've said this numerous times, any law that tries to supersede the Constitution and tries to violate the Bill of Rights is not a law. It's an unlawful edict that has no place and no business being followed. Always remember that. I was over at my good friend's house last night. He's basically a sheriff for the Polk County uh, Sheriff's Department. He's also on SWAT. And we were discussing the aspect of what we've seen with ATF with these braces and stuff, you know, what they've tried to do and what they're probably going to start trying to do this year. And he goes, well, the thing about it is, he goes, pretty much everybody on the sheriff's department has a rifle with a brace on it. He goes, it's, it's such a common 
tool now. It, it's not even, it doesn't matter anymore. And he said, and pretty much the consensus among the entire sheriff's department is they're not going to listen to any type of unlawful, illegal laws or rules that the ATF puts into place. That basically the Polk County Sheriff's Department is one of its own, and it has the ability, the capability, and the firepower, and the tools, I guess I could say, to stand their ground in Central Florida if any type of federal agents decide they want to try to make unlawful citizens and basically felons out of law-abiding gun owners. And I went, wow, that's, that's a pretty strong statement. He goes, we, everybody's had enough of it. He goes, nobody in the Sheriff's Department has any respect for the ATF. And he goes, we've had to work with them in some cases, but we absolutely do not like them and we do not act cordial to them whatsoever, unless it's something we have to do on a professional manner. And he goes, we don't associate with them, though. And I said, oh, that's fair enough. That's pretty direct. And so this is what everybody has to pretty much get through their heads right now. It's now for us. It is up to us. If it is to be, it's up to us now. There is no more trust the plan. There is no more Trump's playing 48-dimensional chess. It's none of that anymore. We have to continue to stand our ground. We have to continue to get the truth out there. And thank you for signing up for our free, free weekly newsletter. That's the one way we can contact everybody. I've continued to encourage everybody to sign up for that for at least the sole purpose of if something happens and we get shut down on our radio show, which I don't think is going to happen. We have multiple barriers to prevent that. That's why we've kept this show independent. But again, the emails are back up because we can still contact our listeners and our customers on there and send out. We have a giant email database that we keep only for us and we keep locked and secure. We don't sell it. We don't utilize it as far as harvest it and try to make money off of it. It is for our personal records only so we can contact everybody in the event of emergency and so we can send out weekly newsletters and daily newsletters and links to the show. So again... Thank you for supporting this show. Thank you for supporting the company. It is time right now that everybody realizes we cannot continue to give our money to companies that do not value or stand for our freedom. What Amazon did the other day, I hope and pray, got everybody's attention. I really do. Amazon, Google, and basically uh, Apple just showed their butts this week, or last week, when they came out and they did what they did to Parler. And it's ironic to me that you hear them talk about, we want free platforms, we want to maintain free speech, we want to protect everybody's speech, like Zuckerberg said, lying butt clown that he is. And so, and then they turn around, and not only do they say, oh, well, if you don't like our platform, you don't have to use it, right? That's That's been the big mantra. You know, you don't have to use Facebook. And they're absolutely right, you don't. So then, what happens? We build another platform, an independent platform called Parler. And what do they do? Bam, three days blacklisted. Make every single server company in the entire country blacklist them because Amazon, Apple, and Google, especially Google. Remember, Google has over a trillion dollar market value. Over 90% of every single online search in the entire world is routed through Google. That's how much power they have. That's why they could do what they did to Parler. And then Amazon, who's actually housing their servers for Parler, which I have no idea why they made that horrific mistake. Amazon said, boop, you're done. We're dropping you. And then they turn around and blacklisted them. Amazon is not your friend. Stop supporting them with your money. I can't make that any clearer. If you know somebody is trying to hurt you, if you know somebody is trying to steal from you, if you know somebody is actively engaged in trying to do everything they can to overthrow your way of life, why do you keep giving them money? This is a simple question. 
I haven't understood that concept. People continue to dump every paycheck they make to Amazon because it's a dollar cheaper on Amazon. I'd rather not buy it from my local mom and pop store because it'll save me a dollar if I buy it from Amazon. And I'm like, what? Your lunacy knows no bounds. I mean, where we stand up for it, either stand your ground and make your voice heard and continue to be strong in what you believe in your convictions or don't. Shut up, sit down, take the vaccine, get your bottle of fluoride, and be a good little slave. That's that. There's two options to that right now. And so, again, thank you for supporting small businesses, local businesses, online businesses that stand up for freedom and truth like our show right here. And, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. What's your next story, Dan? You know, also, I want to make a couple comments on what you said. Yeah, I really do. This is so important. I had somebody send me a letter the other day and said that we would have been better off had Hillary Clinton won four years ago. And, you know, four years ago, I would have rebuked that letter and said, absolutely not. No way. That woman was a nightmare. And, of course, in the letter, they also said that the Republicans controlled the Senate and the Congress when Trump took over. He couldn't even get rid of Obamacare. And I thought, well, that's that's true. And he did, did, He basically lost the House after two years in office. But he didn't do anything for the first two years as far as pushing legislation through that was going to be a benefit to the republic. And had Hillary Clinton been put in with both the House and the Senate controlled by Republicans, we'd have all been so unbelievably angry that that witch, that Sabbatean witch had gotten into the White House that we would have been staying awake and we'd have stayed frosty. There would have been no stupid QAnon trust the plan nonsense. And so I want to ask you guys from QAnon, because I've gotten cussed out so many times now from QAnon followers that I've pretty much had enough of all of it. I've lost good friends who I thought were good friends over QAnon because I disagreed with it. And where's the 176,000 arrests? Hmm? Let me ask you that again. Where are the 176,000 sealed indictments and all the arrests that were going to take place under Donald Trump because he's paying 49-dimensional chess and we were all too stupid to understand what he was going to do? Hmm? Let me ask you that. Where is it? I see red flag gun laws in Florida. I see that. I see nothing changed as far as immigration into the United States. I see people lined up on the border right now waiting for Joe Biden to give the green light, to have everybody come running through and give amnesty to all of the people here in the United States that are already here. I see a completely and totally fraudulent election under Donald Trump that he did nothing to stop or prevent or even correct after it was done. I see all that. Where are the 175,000 people that are supposed to be arrested right now? I'm going to ask you that for the third time. Where, where are they? Mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm doing this. Well, no, actually, I'm not sorry. I'm over it. I'm over the QAnon and crap. So I started evaluating. I started thinking, would it have been better to have kept the patriots frosty on their toes, knowing that a witch was in the White House who participated in soul cooking via the Podesta emails? Where's Julian Assange? Where's his pardon, by the way? How about Snowden? Where's his pardon? Where are the pardons? Just thought I'd mention that with Trump. Well, you don't understand. He was doing it. Well, no, I do understand. The problem is you're not looking at both sides of the solution. You're not looking at it. You know, you got to look at the scales. You got to have good and bad. If you, if you weigh the scales and you got a whole bunch of good on one side and a whole bunch of bad on one side and they kind of balance out, you say, well, that's all right. It's a balanced whatever. This is not that. We have red flag gun laws in the state of Florida. The Kabbalist witch Donald Trump's daughter 
who basically pushed red flag gun laws throughout the entire country via his permission in every state legislature, like they did in Florida. She's now going to the Biden inaugural inauguration, and Trump's all mad at her because she's being disloyal to him. What a bunch of weirdos and what a dysfunctional family that whole mess is. Think about that. He's supposed to be a Christian, though some say he converted to Judaism two or three years ago. I don't know what he is. But, you know, he sure doesn't say much about her denying the virgin birth and rejecting Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior, as the Messiah. You know, if he's a Christian man and his daughter has converted to Judaism and his children are being raised basically as non-Christians with no chance of going to heaven unless they accept Jesus Christ, which we don't talk about anymore because it's not politically correct to say that, why isn't he working on his daughter to convert back to Christianity and renounce the Kabbalah in the Zohar? I don't know. You guys ask yourself those questions, but I don't understand any of it. So would we have been better off if Hillary Clinton had won and we could maintain both the House and the Senate? I'm asking you guys that. Would have we been better off if the, if the Patriots hadn't gone to sleep for the past four years to trust the plan with a giant QAnon psychological operation run by the CIA military through City Corps out of New York City, would we have been better off not having had to deal with that nonsense for four years with all of these people so twisted and believing these lies? I've got a friend of mine who's basically a big Q person still, and he and I have maintained a cordial relationship, even though I completely and totally disagree with him and I am diametrically opposed to the way he sees things he is absolutely convinced I mean convinced to the core to the core that Donald Trump's going to remain in power to this day to right now to this day still last night I spoke to another alternative talk show host person who was a big Trump supporter also and finally he told me last night now that we're having massive troop movement around the United States I just thought I'd mention that he told me last night that Trump has given up given into the plan given in to the socialists, given in to the communists, and basically he doesn't want to be arrested, and that's why he's decided he's going to go ahead and go along with the communists. And so they're no longer supporting Trump either. But, you know, why didn't we all kind of do what Austin and I did three and a half years ago when Trump started making really stupid decisions like Chuck Baldwin told us about and we told you guys about and Jeff Wrench told you guys about? Why didn't we all start calling out Donald Trump then for these idiotic things he was doing rather than waiting to the very end and trusting the plan because we couldn't possibly understand how this incredible billionaire genius was thinking through the plan and how he had everything under control. Yeah, that worked out well for everybody. And he's the one also, by the way, who pushed Operation Warp Speed. Just thought I'd mention that. Oh, guess what now? This is just no surprise to anybody listening. Disneyland in California had now has decided it's going to become a mass vaccination super site. Yeah, Disneyland, the largest employer in California's Orange County, will become a mass vaccination super site. will begin operations for mass vaccines later this week, according to CBS News. On Monday, officials announced that the resort will become the first super point of dispensing the coronavirus toxic poisonous vaccine. Wow. Think about that for a second. Does that surprise anybody here? with what we've gone through with Disney World here in Central Florida. You know, Austin said something, and he was right. Why in the world are you supporting people that have your harm on their mind and want to hurt you like Amazon? Yes. Think about that for a second. 
I stopped supporting Disney many years ago because of what they did to us multiple times when we were there. Police involved, law enforcement involved, crazy people there. I mean, insanity being searched for weapons. I mean, on and on and on and on and on. We don't go there anymore. The same thing. If you need, if you're going to use Amazon to find a product, go to Amazon to find the product. Find out who that vendor is. If that vendor won't give you information on Amazon, how to contact them directly, which they can do, to go to another vendor and call them directly and go to their website and bypass Amazon. I'm giving you guys some advice now. Use their own stupid system against them as far as finding the product that you want, find the vendor that you can go directly through, and avoid doing business with Amazon to the best of your ability. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Well, that's, that's very well said because it does show you who the vendor is on Amazon. So you may have a vendor that's on there, and they sell a product that you want. And like you just said, you find out who the vendor is, and you go to them directly and cut out Amazon as the middleman. That's what I always encourage everybody to do as well. So I mean, that's very well said. And yes, with, with Disney, you know, it doesn't surprise me one bit what they're doing with this, this COVID technology injection, which is what I told you guys yesterday. Steve and I had a very detailed discussion again because I got a lot of emails about what I talked about yesterday with Dr. David Martin with this alleged vaccine, and I put that in parentheses. And we looked something up. This is interesting. Me and Steve just spent like 20 minutes. I was at 20 minutes looking some stuff up. And, you know, the COVID vaccine is what they're calling it. It does not have any element of the SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 or anything you want to call it. It does not have that in there. It causes your body to produce the virus. Now, anybody else doesn't find that odd. Now, I've said this for months, and for some odd reason, nobody's understood this concept because I see people getting lined up for mass shots, even though this is not a vaccine. If you go to the cdc.gov forward slash vaccines, you have vaccines, the basics. This is on CDC. This is just CDC's website. This is what they say. And they say vaccine contains the same germs, germs that cause the disease. For example, measles vaccine contains the measles virus. They have either been killed or weakened to the point that they don't make you sick, which that's a lie, but this is what they're saying. They said some vaccines contain only part of the disease and basically have either been killed or weakened. The vaccine stimulates your immune system to produce antibodies, exactly like it would be if you're exposed to the disease. After getting vaccinated, you develop an immunity to the disease without having to get the disease first. Okay, so, but for the most part, the concept of what they're saying with vaccines, that is accurate, right? That's, that's accurate. So what's interesting is any article you pull up, and you can pull up pretty much anyone you want. I pulled up one here from NBC with molecular biologist Dr. Sharon Eisen, and you pull up the concept of what this COVID vaccine is, and it by no means is a vaccine at all. They even say in the article here, traditionally vaccines deliver a dead or weakened virus into the body, but that is not what the COVID virus does. Okay, okay. And they go on to say here, the inactive ingredients include lipids that are fats and cholesterols that stabilize the vaccine and help them enter your cells. The lipids are used for the vaccine to mimic the same lipids we have in our cell membranes. So the structure that surrounds our cells looks very similar to these lipids. The main ingredient in the COVID vaccine is a messenger RNA. It's present in all living cells. The vaccine contains the message, and not until it gets into your cells to make the spike protein can it be recognized by your immune system. Simply put, it tricks a person's own cells to make a protein that is similar to a protein of the coronavirus. 
This is just from another doctor from NBC. This is in this mainstream media article. And this is exactly what I said yesterday. Moderna and Pfizer have made it perfectly clear that the RNA strand that is going into your cells is not to stop the transmission. It is a treatment. A vaccine, by definition, is not a treatment. If it was discussed as a treatment, people would have no want or will to get a COVID treatment shot. Because it does not stop you from catching COVID. It does not make you immune to COVID like a vaccine typically is supposed to do. It does not stop the spread of COVID. It simply makes your system symptoms less severe if you contract COVID. That's what they've said. They've made that abundantly clear. This The COVID vaccine does not protect you from COVID. It does not stop you from getting COVID. It does not make you immune to COVID. It does not stop you from spreading COVID. All it does is lessen the symptoms if you get COVID. So the million-dollar question in the room right now is, why in the world would you get injected with a completely and totally unknown RNA vaccine that has had the least amount of testing ever for something that does not protect you or others, or prevent you from contracting it, it simply says, we lessen the symptoms. Oh, and by the way, you got to get another follow-up shot a few weeks later. And they blatantly said they have no idea how long you are immune to COVID and how long the antibodies are if you contract it naturally. They said that. I watched an article, I read a Q&A on it the other day, and they were saying, well, you know, somebody said, well, if you've already had COVID and I've got antibodies to COVID, why would I get the vaccine? And they go, well, you really need to get the vaccine because researchers still don't know how long those antibodies last in your system. Okay, so they have no idea how long the antibodies naturally last after you've been naturally exposed to COVID. So you just need to go ahead and get an RNA shot that causes you to produce the virus yourself so your body naturally is supposed to get immune to it, even though the RNA has no length of time, they have told us, of when it's supposed to release out of the body. They said, oh, well, it's supposed to go away, you know, immediately after it works. That's why you have to get the shot again. Really? Is that why people are getting so deathly sick from the COVID vaccine that they're in the hospital for weeks on end? Is that the reason why there's a full-blown media blackout right now on anything and everything related to COVID adverse events. There's a reason why Zuckerberg came out, what, a month ago and said, we are going to block any and all vaccine disinformation on our platform because we don't want people talking about fake news when it comes to vaccines. Here's a news flash to guys, everybody. This is a news flash. Truth doesn't have to get silenced. You don't have to silence truth because the truth will set you free. Not once in history of any society where people censored for being wrong. There is never a need to censor bad ideas because in an open discussion, good ideas always prevail over wicked ones. Meaning, you don't have to try to silence fake news. You don't have to silence bad information. That would be like us coming out and saying we need to stop and completely block the entire discussion of vaccines and what they do. No, you don't have to. You simply put the information on the table. Put the facts on the table. That's all you got to do. Put the facts out. The truth will set you free. People always dig down eventually and find the truth. The only reason you have to censor a platform or censor what people are saying is because you don't want the truth being spoken. Again, 
continue to get this information out there and wake people up, my friends, because this right now is starting to become a very serious problem all across the country with the adverse events from this COVID shot. And so many people are so blindly compliant, they're willing to take this injection and they have no idea what's in store for them. This is why Robert F. Kennedy said, absolutely under no circumstances should you get this COVID shot at all. Remember the one doctor that was basically from India said, if you take this COVID shot, you are taking, you're basically inviting doom upon yourself. He said that doom, that's a very strong word to talk about a vaccine or a shot, I should call it, an RNA technology shot. But again, most people aren't looking at the news as far as the true news. They're watching mainstream. So again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Get this information out there, Dad. What do you think? Well, an RNA vaccine changes your DNA. Hey, period. It changes you. It rewrites your genetic blueprint. It makes you something else. We've told you this for six, eight months. Of course, Israel told us back in February they had developed the COVID vaccine, which is what we have now. So, I mean, why do they have the technology to do this, and why was it done immediately upon the release of the COVID virus? Yeah, that's always an interesting question, isn't it? And, and, and how is it they suddenly had all the research already composed? It's almost as if they had access to the virus before it was released. It's almost as if they were involved in the development of the virus. Oh, well, I didn't really say that, did I? I'm just kind of speculating, aren't I? By the way, Breitbart article, a white woman is not woke enough after forcing her children to worship black women. I, I don't even know what to say about this. After a white mother named Justin Champion forced her four young sons to worship black women, a woke backlash forced her to pull the video. Then she tried to stop being problematic with a second video, but was attacked by the woke Nazis over that one as well. Wait a minute. They wanted, she's asking women, her little children, to get down on their hands and knees and hail black women as if they're some type of God. I, I mean, I don't understand any of this. And obviously, this article goes on to say, I have no sympathy for Miss Champion using her. Children, your children like that is grotesque in the extreme. This is a lesson in how white people can never grovel enough to our woke fascist overlords, which is all part of the plan. The simplest and most effective way to terrorize fools like Mother Champion is to forever change the rules, or better yet, have no rules at all. I mean, this lady had her children on their hands and knees worshiping black women. I mean, this is to the extent of the insanity of the American population and what we're willing to do to be woke properly. By the way, Trump supporters now are being put on the federal no-fly list if they showed up in D.C. and took part of the protest and have been able to be identified on facial recognition cameras. Wow, it just it never seems to end, does it, guys? No-fly list now for people who went to there and got identified. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, and thank you again, guys, for speaking the truth and just standing your convictions on this. It's time that we stand our ground with what we believe in, you know?
and I don't mean getting violent. I don't mean going out and trying to incite violence. I'm never, I've never encouraged that at all. But what I have encouraged is for people to stand up for truth and stand up for their convictions. Don't bow down to this hedonism that they're trying to promote. Never, never apologize for being who you are. Never apologize for being the person that God made you. That To me, that is one of the most grotesque things somebody can do. They sit there and apologize for being a way that you're born or apologizing for being who you are. That's embarrassing. I mean, that, that's embarrassing to humanity. And we've rarely ever seen it reach at this point in society where people are going to this level of telling people you have to apologize for being who you are. I mean, are you kidding me right now? And the sad part about it is some people do it. It's nauseating to me. So again... Continue to get the truth out there. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you guys out as much as we possibly can. Feel free to give us a call up. We try to give you the best, most up-to-date nutritional, supplemental, and diet advice if you guys need anything. If you guys saw earlier, the Aquatrace formula is on sale for product of the week. It looks like it won, so we'll be putting that on sale here in the next few minutes when I get off the show and update that with the Aquatrace. So again, if you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out some of the other stuff we have on there, like the food buckets and so forth. I have more D3 that just came in, D3 10,000 K2. Well, we're basically getting short on that. We've been trying to get as much as we can in, like, I mean, stockpile it, because... Everybody's trying to stay healthy right now. The vitamin C with quercetin, the D3 and the zinc, that's the triple pack right there that I've had a great, great success with with so many people who have gotten sick. And I just don't mean even with COVID, just in general. The flu, head cold, whatever it is, those three right there, very simple, very basic, yet very effective. So again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.